Yo, minasan, Manga Sensei Podcast. Yo, koso. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Manga Sensei Podcast. This is your host, John Sensei. And today, like every single Saturday, sun, this day, the day that. Nichiyohi. <laughs> I break down the world's most epic language and give you my thoughts and feelings on Sunday's particular podcast to help you understand and improve your Japanese. So, a couple of months ago, I actually talked in depth about the Japanese language proficiency test and how it was used and how,、um, kind of what it was. And today, just for the hell of it, heck of it, for, the, for reasons, <laughs> I decided to go and take it.、Um, I took it in Boulder, Colorado. I took the N2 level wearing my awesome Manga Sensei t shirt, which is available on our store. And every shirt you do buy does help us out a ton. So thank you. And please do give us a rating if you cannot give us a t shirt, get a t shirt.、Um, however, both are fine.、Um, but basically, I went and I took the JLPT N2 today.、Um, I wanted to go on trial the N2. I've never taken it before. I wanted to.、Um, Kind of get the feel of how this will go as we continue to build tools and useful things for people. And I wanted one that I knew I could pass. So I went for the N2. And it was very interesting going to this N2 because it was, it had a lot of good people that were trying to learn Japanese, but I felt were lacking the tools to do so. They had done things in class they talked about, they had、um, little different levels of flashcards and different apps that they were using, but there was really no place where they could go to have everything that they were looking for in the same place. And as I've, I've really been thinking about this all day today、um, with how it's organized and how the JLPT works, and my thoughts upon taking it. And so today I kind of wanted to break down what the JLPT is, how it's used, why it's so important for anyone trying to learn Japanese. And then I also wanted to break down some of my thoughts on it. So, for those of you who don't know, the Nihongo Norioku Shiken, or the Japanese Language Proficiency Test, commonly called the JLPT,、um, is a test that's offered、um, twice a year, sometimes once a year, depending on your country of residence. It is a proficiency exam testing your grammar, your listening, your kanji knowledge, and your general reading、um, assertion ability. Um, the, test, the test is broken up into two main portions. The first portion testing the grammar, reading, and the um, um, kanji portion of it. And the second part is a listening portion.、Um, these two portions、um, are weighed slightly differently, and depending on your score in, in each of them, you receive a、um, Passing of the level or not, depending on how well you score. You have about three hours thereabouts to do the whole exam, and there's a small break between each of the two sections. What you do now, however, is the, the Japanese language proficiency test is a test that、um, what you, you apply for one of five levels, and you do it quite a few months out. So I applied for the、um, December today's.、Um, I record every Sunday podcast on the day that I release it. Um, is done. You report for us. I did this back in September to、uh, sign up for the JLPT.、Um, then, when you tip, but you have to sign up for a particular level. And the JLPT is pass fail. So, if I apply, for example, like this time, I apply for the JLPT N2, and come February, when the results come out for the December, I will have the results and either receive the JLPT N2. Or I will not. It's a receive or not receive kind of test. 
The interesting part about this test, however, when it comes to being approved or not being approved is how heavily that can weigh on your job in particular, or if you're working to receive a master's degree in Japan or anything of that nature, your JLPT results weigh heavily into that. If you're going to do a job speaking Japanese like I do, when you apply on your resume, you will put your level divided by what are called, what they refer to them as N, and I believe standing for Nihongo or Japanese, the easiest level being five and the most difficult level being level one. You put that on there and that gives you an idea of how difficult or how um, if Japanese you're going to understand or how or what your current level of Japanese is. For some Japanese positions for foreigners, for example, if you want to be a translator or an interpreter, you have to actually have a certain acumen or certain level of Japanese according to the JLP to actually even just apply for the job. Um, there's been a recent problem in Japan where nurses or in-home care people, um, particularly those who take care of the elderly, I've read in the newspaper recently, um, that don't pass this test and they are in Japan, so they actually have to go back home to wherever country they're from, usually Indonesia or Vietnam or um, other uh, Nepal is another common country for these kaigoshi. Um, so if you're will if you want to work in Japan or you want to do study abroad in Japan for your master's degree or if you want to have a Japanese speaking job or translation, they will look heavily and weigh your ability for the position on if you or do you not have the acumen according to the JLPT. If you have that if you have that level or not, you get a certificate in the whole nine yards. Well, when I took it today, it was kind of interesting. I really felt the people that I talked to were kind of all over the place with, with how they were studying. Some people were take, doing flashcards, and some people had simply taken the test. Some One guy was literally just jumping in it for whatever reason. Um, there, it was very kind of all over the place, and I was somewhat surprised um, at their choice to do that. Um, the Japanese language proficiency, the JLPT... Um, is an extremely useful exam, and I only think it's going to become more relevant in our world. Um, this is the first year that there's been over a million people signed up to take the exam. Um, last year was about 800,000 or a little bit more, and this year is actually the first year they reached a million. Um, so, And this has increased since the 80s. So as I think we go in the future, we're going to be becoming more and more Japanese language proficiency test heavy. Um, so people that are interested in learning Japanese, I recommend looking into this. Um, really closely. Um, go to their website, jlpt.jp, I believe, or you can just look into Google or whatever search engine you prefer and look up the JLPT and check this out. Um, it's going to become very important. There are other couple tests. There's one called a Kanjiken, one called the JBS, or I believe, or JBL. I can't remember the time. It's a Japanese language business test or something along those lines. Um, that also has started to pick up a little popularity, but it's not quite as useful yet. But I think as we move forward, this will become extremely useful. So I do recommend checking that out today. Um, but my final real thought on this is, if you want to study Japanese, if you want to use Japanese for your job, where are you going to go to find all of those different tools that you need? Um, if you have any comments or thoughts on this question, please make sure to send us a message, um, manga-sensei.com slash info, or just go to the webpage at manga-sensei, connect to us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, or even Tumblr and SoundCloud. We're available on there, so please check us out there, and we will talk to you later, but I do want to hear your thoughts on this, so please make sure to get back to me. With that, I will sign off, and I will catch you tomorrow. Until then, jane.